not the smoothest of transitions, but here we go. <laughs> um, my name is Stacy Lines. I'm the Children's Discipleship Director here at Riverside Community Church. Um, and I am going to speak to all of you right now, but I want the children to put their listening ears on. So everybody do that with me right now. Make sure they're turned up, the volume's on. Um, and I'm going to do something right now that I did not get cleared. So let's make sure Miss Stacy doesn't get in trouble. Um, I would love all of the elders, if you're an elder, to come stand up socially distanced at the bottom of the stage. Just so everyone on the live stream and at home can see you. Yes, start moving. You're good. Um, so obviously, we are starting a new series today, a new book of the Bible. We're going to start studying something new and every time we do that, I want you guys to know that there are people thinking and praying for what you're going to be studying, for what we're going to be learning, and that care for your soul. So we have, I'm going to have you raise your hand, Mr. Landon Jones, Mr. Kit Hain, Mr. Josh Parks, and Mr. James Walden. And there's some other men as well that serve with us as elders Mr. Timothy Bunch, Mr. Andy Richardson. Am I missing anyone else? Chris Eckert has just rotated off, but obviously he is included in this group still as well. So your job, usually I give you something to do. At the end of the service, when I talk to you, I say there's something for you to do, your homework. Your homework this week actually is gonna be at the beginning. That's why you need to listen right away. I want you this week to say thank you to these men. It's important for you to know who they are, to know who God, God has put them in charge of the care of our souls. And that is not a small thing. That's a really big thing. Your soul lives into eternity and that's an important thing. So you can write them a thank you note. You can just come up and talk to them after church outside and say thank you. You can have your mom, if they're in your small group, help you FaceTime them. I'm sure they would love a million calls, especially during the workday. All right, you guys can go sit down. Thank you. Yes. All right, as we start First John, we're going to review just a minute. So last couple of weeks, we went through a, um, a series in Advent. Um, of the beginning of one of the Gospels about Jesus' life. Now, who can tell me what Advent means? Anyone, kids and non-kids. Yes, I see a hand, Peter. Good job. It means coming. So what are we waiting and celebrating and excited for the coming of? You don't have to whisper, Jesus. We are excited that Jesus came and we are celebrating his birth and his coming to earth. But Jesus existed through eternity with God the Father and God the Holy Spirit. He has existed forever with them. But specifically, we know that Jesus came and lived on earth as a human in a human body. And that's not a small thing. So in the Gospels, we learn about how he lived and died and was risen and ascended, just like Mr. Landon said. And there are four Gospels, so Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Does anyone remember the beginning of which one we studied? 
Yes, say it out loud. John, we did study John. So John the Apostle wrote that, but he also wrote other books in the Bible, and that's where we're going today. He wrote some letters to the early church. So 1 John is the letter that we are going to be studying and looking at, but obviously he wrote 2nd and 3rd John. He wrote the book of Revelation, the last end book of prophecy in the Bible. So we don't know exactly who the letter was written to. We think about writing letters. You're not just writing it to no one. Sometimes you might write a letter to God, but he's still someone. So who is he writing to? Now, we don't really know. We know that during this time, he was living in Ephesus. Yeah, yeah, a port city. So if you look at this map, it was a city that had a lot of influence. It was a city, a port city just means a city by the sea. And he was probably writing to the churches in that area, in the early church. So as one of the apostles, that just means that he was one of the people that was friends with and lived and learned from Jesus when he was alive. So this is someone who probably helped start some of these early churches. And when we're studying any part of the Bible, we want to ask the question when we study, why is this written? It's called genre. We need to think about what kind of book is this? What's the purpose? And we've already said that this is a letter. So why do people write letters? Now, the best example I can probably think of that you would probably know about is over Christmas, you probably got a lot of letters to your house, maybe not addressed to you, but addressed to your family, called Christmas cards, okay? And it, we can think about uh, John's letter in this similar way. So why do we send these cards? Now, I am very proud, you will see on the screen, that that is my Christmas card from this year. And I'm not proud because it's so great or the pictures are wonderful, but I have never made a Christmas card before. <laughs> I don't know if that deserves a clap, but we'll, you will go with it. Um, I just have never gotten myself together in enough time to think through what I want to say. And I didn't want to just say anything. So on the front, usually they put pictures of their family. You can see what they've been doing, what they've been going through. And then on the back, they'll usually write something down. And sometimes it's what's been going on with their family, what they've been doing this year, um, what they've persevered through this year, what they believe, what they're excited about as this next year approaches. And this is what John is trying to do for us. He cared about these churches. And as an apostle, he likely helped start of them. He's encouraging them. He's reminding them of what it means to be a part of God's family. He was speaking up and teaching against false things that people were believing about God. So this is an important thing that Paul is doing. And we study this because it helps us to know rightly and think rightly about what we're learning from the Bible. It helps us to know what we're reading so that we don't make false assumptions. We don't think that it means something that it doesn't mean. And most importantly, it helps us as we trust the Holy Spirit to help us to understand and read the Bible. It helps us to understand and trust God more. 
So let's pray that that will happen for us as we go into a new book and a new sermon series. And then I will read the scripture for today. God, we thank you so much for your word. We thank you so much that you um, purposed and planned and had specific people in mind to write our scriptures. But Lord, I pray that you would help us to rely um, first on your spirit to help us interpret and understand what your scriptures mean. God, not just so that we have more things that we know and we can um, have in our head, but God, that it would affect our life, that it would be something that helps us to see what you have called us to be and called us to do as members of your family. I pray all this in your son's name. Amen. Amen.